I would just go ahead and make it less complex than to say integrity is more important more than ever now simply because of the fact that we are alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Period. That's facts. Period. That's facts. I could care less of how much integrity mattered in the time of freaking Beethoven or Aristotle <laughs> because I was not alive. So, bro, regardless, this is going to be the most important time in my life because I am alive. So... That's how we should all think. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? What we're seeing today as the present is going to be posterity or our children's children's history. Come on. So integrity is important now more than ever. Respect is important now more than ever. Come on. Unity, love, Christ. You feel me? Come on. Authority is important. Spiritual consciousness is important now more than ever because we're alive. Period. You don't need more more philosophical because this, this, this. Y'all hear that? You're alive. Make the best decisions for your legacy, your posterity, your children. You feel me? Because you're alive. Guys, 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 thank you so much. Thank you so much for everybody that tuned in to last season as we was figuring out what this show is going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think all the guests that we had on, amazing men of God that came in to share their stories, we thank them. And first and foremost, I just want to thank y'all, man, for sticking through and making sure that we got some listens, we got some downloads. And this season, man, we just want to bring y'all the truth, truth of two young men from America, two young black males from America that just love God. It doesn't mean that we not living. We live in life, but we just happen to love God along the way. So without further ado, let me introduce y'all to my co-host, my brother, a man of great integrity, Ob Nani, aka Blocker Bang. Blocker say so. <laughs> What's good? Was What's good, Integrity family? What's good? What's good? We out here. What's good, Angli? Thank you for having me as your co-host. I appreciate Man, you, this brother. your show. You already know. This your show. You know what I'm saying? Yes, God, God put us together for a reason, man. And so, yeah, as we yes, said, sir. guys, man, like in this, in this, in this season, we have just a lot of great conversations with y'all, just going back and forth, and the whole idea stemmed from just our conversations. And when we, when, when Obi yeah. and I talk. It's like everybody should have like an ear in the conversation for the revelations that come in. And this brother is filled with revelations, filled with the Holy Ghost. You know what I'm saying? He drop them, you, you know? Bro. And so, again, like I said, we're just two young black males that just happen to love God and we live in life and we try to glorify him the best way that we can. It doesn't mean that we're successful all the time, but hey, we do our best. And that's mm-hmm. all he asked for. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh. Obi, yes, man, introduce yourself. Tell the people about you, man. <clears throat> um, my name is Obi, Obi Nani. 
you know, Obi, Obi na, Nani, you know, that's how it's supposed to be said or pronounced, but I'm Nigerian, I'm from Nigeria, I came to America 2009 for college, and um, ever since I've been out here, man, just grinding and trying to live the American dream, whatever that is, you know what I'm saying, but I mean, coming to this country, like a lot of us know, especially from third world countries, we have this whole idea that it's, you know, the land of milk and honey, and you get here, and you're shocked at what you see. You're shocked at the not just the culture, the way people treat each other, the way you know people relate, and the way people see you as well. You know, it makes you go through a lot of things. You yeah. feel me? But um, cut the long story short. You know, went through life, moved to New York, 2016. My first job in New York. That's where I met JC, and um. <laughs> and um I didn't even like the brother, you know what I'm saying? But you know, but it was it was just the it was just his his it was just his aura, it just carried that same thing that I carried. And you know, I just I just I just haven't met nobody as powerful, as 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 honorable, you know, as beautiful, as you know, you know, as just as human as well as JC and like you know, we just clicked after that and as a guy will have it. Years later, we've worked together, we grew together, we became brothers. We became, you know, closer to God together. We became, we started a walk that we never anticipated together. And, um, you know, now he's a married man. I have a family as well. We out here. He's in UK. And, you know, and God just put this thing in his heart for us to do. And who's who better to call than, you know, his yeah. brother from the other side of the world right now. And um, so we doing this thing for y'all. And um, it's, we doing this thing for us. Amen. And it's just a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. So I know it was supposed to be about me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, da, appreciate that. But yeah, no, Nigerian, Nigerian guy in America, you know, trying to unite the diaspora and, um, you know, yeah, just working with our brothers, man. Hey, amen, yeah. man. Amen. I remember when I first met Obi, man, I was hyped. I was like, oh, snap, this man's Nigerian. Because at that time, I had just came from a transition period in, in Florida. And I was spending yeah. a lot of time with my moms, and like my mom was watching Nollywood all day. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and so when I came, I was like, I was like, oh snap, this brother's Nigerian, cool, cool, cool. And when he told me he was Igbo, I was like, oh snap, yo, Igbo, Igbo has, a, you know, in the in the Haitian in the Haitian um, language we have a yeah, saying, we yeah. say Igbo lele, which means like hear the Igbo people cry. And it was just like, hmm. it, and that stems from like back in those days. So it was just like, I was just hyped. But all that aside, as you heard, man, we met about five years, going on five years ago now. Actually, yeah, next month we'll make five years, bro, like since we met. And uh, that's yeah, crazy. That's crazy. And uh, that, <laughs> yeah, five years, four years, four years, my bad. Because I met you at 17, yeah, four years. So, um, okay. yeah, man, and we've just been growing ever since. But without further ado, uh, as we were brainstorming on what this episode would be, Obi had a great topic that he, that he thought would be a good way to open this show. And so, Obi, I'm going to shoot back to you. Let the people know what we got going on today. Okay, so before, I feel like before we break the show, before... You know, where we come from, we have a tradition. When you have the first child, you know, or when you have a child, when you give birth to your child, you got to bring that child. You got to dedicate that child. You got to, you know, you know, you got to consecrate that child, especially the first. So I feel like 
being men of integrity and this show being the men of integrity, we want to, you know, commemorate our first show. We wanna, we wanna, you know, this is how we wanna break out our first show right here on air and show people how men of integrity get down and um, just um, go ahead and just lead us in an opening prayer. Let this be the benchmark, the first, the first fruit, you know, and let's, you know, let's just say your prayer together on air and let's, you know, get this thing going. Yeah. Go ahead, bro. You got it. Father God, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity, Father God, to be here, to fellowship together and to fellowship with everyone that is listening, that will listen, Father God. And Father, we just dedicate this show to you, Father, not just this episode, but the show in its entirety, to just let the people hear your heart, Father. Just use us as your vessels, Lord God. And Father, we pray that let every... ear that hear these words, that hear the podcast, Father God, just come into a uh, an intimacy with you that they have never experienced before, Father. As the aim of our show, Father, is to show people that you are God, you alone are God, Father God, and that you're not condemning anyone, that you're actually are accepting of everyone as long as they come to you, Father. And so we pray that this show would be that uh, that would this show would be a vehicle, Father God, that will be able to help people come to you, Father, that will drive them to you, Lord God, to show them how open you really are to your children, Lord God. And Father, we just thank you. We just thank you for uh, Brother Obi, Father God, his family. And we thank you, Father, for everyone, every... We're even going to go out. I'm going to go out on faith right now, Lord, and just thank you, Father God, for the sponsors that will come to this podcast as well, Lord God. And Father, we just dedicate this to you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Woo! Okay, the baby's born. Yes, sir. So our first topic for episode one is going to be its integrity given by God, or its integrity innate or in us, just like you know sense of smell or you know whatever is integrity innate or is it obtained mm. is it something you 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 are is it something you go for is it something you achieve is it something you study and learn and become and grow into so is it innate or is it obtained Ooh. how are we gonna break Ooh. that down Ooh. you know you know you know because I'm I'm gonna put it I'm gonna put it like this right well, first, first before I answer that question, let me just, you know, for those that may not know, let me just share something for them right now, like the meaning of integrity, so they can have a clear understanding of what we're talking about and how that's supposed to be lived. So integrity goes, the adherence to moral and ethical principles, soundness of moral character, and honesty, the state of being whole entire or undiminished, a sound, unimpaired, or perfect condition, right? So that's integrity. Uh, Man, you know what? This is what I'm going to say. I think think it's something that we all have the capacity to, excuse me, to grow into. Some of us, um, it's something that we have learned. And can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I'm so confused. Okay, okay. My bad. Yeah, some of us is something that we have learned. You know what I'm saying? And some of us is, is something that is not in us because essentially it has a lot to do with character. You know, you can build your character along the way. You could have bad character and actually as you go through the consequences of having bad character and then you learn to create a certain set of principles to live by and live by them. Uh, and some people are living with integrity in the ways that they know how. You know what I mean? And so, so is it? So it's not born no, in us. No, we no, have yeah, to yeah, obtain this. Yeah. Okay, just like, and and that also is deeper because it leads to the flesh. We are in itself. Our carnal nature is evil. Come is pain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we are evil. So we have to learn. Wow, our normal disposition is weakness if we walk in the like. You yeah. know who we are. Except, you know, we now. That's when we introduce the Christ. Yeah, no, that's facts. That's facts. It, yeah, know? I don't think I don't think it's something that, like you said, it's not something that we're born with because our nature, as you said, is evil and it's to be corrupted. And as the definition said, something that is undiminished. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's something that is undiminished and perfect. Um, but with that, I will say because it has to do with character, I, I'll, I'll play the devil's advocate here and say because. Believe it or not, there are some people who, per our standards and society standards, are like scum of the earth. But those people, man, like they they have a set of principles that they live by, they live and will die by. You know what I mean? And so mm. it always makes me question, like, man, like they're being they they carry a certain set of integrity. Like morally, it may not be the thing that I align to. But I could learn something from their steadfastness to, you know what I'm saying, what they think is how they should live their life. So, and you that's know. That's true. I, I, now that you said that, I think I forced it because <laughs> it's, not, it's not actually just about Christ. I, um, I'm, and I'm saying that with all due respect because, you know, there's some people I've met and um, they're not, they're not yeah. Christians. But, bro, I'm talking about character. I'm talking about man, man mm. of his word. I'm talking about integrity. I'm talking about, yo, you know, not shake, not wishy-washy, not in and not hot and cold, you know, just consistently good brother, you know, stand-up guy, respectful, humble, you know? So maybe it's just, you know, how you're raised too. Like, you know what I'm saying? It is, man. It is. Because one of the things that when when I first like read that topic that came to my head, it was just like, it's just like when the word says, raise a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he shall not depart from it. Because I remember, man, like, my parents were worried about me when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. They was worried about me when I was a kid. Yeah. My mom still worried about me till Yo, today. Oh, <laughs> till till this, this day. day. Yo, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, as you were say- as we were saying, man, like, our parents worried. You know, like, for me, my parents was worried, like, it was big time worry because when I was a kid, bro. Like I'll be, I'll be, I'll be honest. When I was a kid, I remember I heard my grandma said this, and I came to give my mama news of somebody I saw coming to the house, and I was like, "Yo, so I see so and so up on Main Street coming to the house," and my my mom was like, mm-hmm. 
she was the first person to call me a liar, right? First and foremost, right? <laughs> and she was like, boy, you better stop lying. You ain't see nobody. And my grandma was like, uh-uh, kids don't lie, right? So when I heard my mm-hmm. grandmother said that, for me, it was just like, it opened up a whole new world for me because it was just like, yo, these people out here thinking like, we don't lie. So I'm about to exploit this, <laughs> you know, just being honest, bro, and get the, and get the most out yeah. of it as I can. And so because of that, like I started like a journey of just like, yeah, you know, like I'm a finesse, like I'm a finesse every situation Mm because these people out here thinking like, you know, we don't lie. And so my parents, my parents was worried a lot, you know, when I was a kid, like coming up because of the things that I would show them and what they would, they they have seen. Um, But that word remains true to myself, whereas like. They raised me to be a certain human being. They raised me to be a certain man, to have certain morals and principles. And the older I get, the more and more I rely on those same principles to do life just on a daily basis. You know what I mean? I mean, just to relate to that, and believe it or not, I was meditating on that word like three days ago. And I actually was with my sister. And I brought that scripture up, like, train up a child in the way that you should go. And when he grows, he will not depart from it. And I was like, um, and just right there, it just came to me, like, you feel me? And I remember all the times my mom used to be worried about me, especially when she heard, oh, my God, Obi started smoking weed. I'm dead. I sent my son to America. I started doing drugs. Hey, God, just weed, you feel me? And, um, you know, different things. And my parents always, always, always try to, uh, I'm sorry to use this word, like, demonize everything I do, but they really don't know the work I have with God because I'm not trying to, like, you know, do it for show, but my parents would not would never believe that Obi knows God or Obi tries to read his Bible or Obi, you know, goes in the place of prayer in the sacred place. Like never. So um I was just thinking about this word and yes, yes, though I was wilding you. I had my faces, I had my time, you know, but till till this time, if you think I'm still just out here wilding and not, you know, really on my P's and Q's spiritually, like you're wilding. Like you don't even trust yourself as you know, you know, <laughs> like come on, you're wilding. But um, and that's when it came to me was like train up a child in the way he should go and when he grows not when he's growing you know what i'm saying when he grows he will not depart from it so there's a space between the child and grown there's a space between that you know what i'm saying and that space like that's 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 a journey we you know yeah it's 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 that journey man and it and it and it goes in line with it also goes in line not to throw so much scripture out there but it's just like the truth, like revelation knowledge is one of the best knowledge you can have. And it, it goes with that scripture. Like when I when I was a child, I acted as a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But as a man, like I'm paraphrasing here, folks. But as a man, you, you got to act like a man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So as a man, you will no longer do childish things. And as you said, it's a journey, bro. Like, and it's God, it's God who perfects us in the end. You know what I'm saying? Some people's journeys started crazy. They never thought like in in a million years they would be where they end up. And, you know, just one day, like little by little, Jesus start coming into their heart. And I ask myself sometimes like, yo, what does that have to do with like the overall picture of integrity, of being with a man of integrity, Um, of knowing like when Jesus get in your heart and how your walk look from a certain place to where as you get older, to seeing yourself in a place where it's just like, oh man, you know what? Now I find myself serving God daily, twenty four seven. 
Um, I can't stop talking about Jesus. I can't stop doing this. And if people looked at you prior, they would be like, man, like, nah, this man's going to hell in a handbasket type. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's not to <laughs> condemn nobody, but that's usually the language you hear when you're not following a certain path that society has laid for you. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you, I hope there's not too much noise, man. You know what I'm nah, saying? Nah, we, I'm we a family good. man. I got the dog over here barking. We good, man. You we know? love side over here, man. <laughs> the people going to learn the love side too, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm trying to log into a little, um, you know, my get my little sounds together so I could be, when you make a point, I could ding, 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 Come on. <laughs> Come on. But yeah, bro. Okay, so my next question for you, though. Yeah. Like, now that we've established, this thing is not innate. It's not This innate. thing is a walk. It's a walk. This yeah. thing is a process. This thing is about discipline. Yeah. This thing is about consistency. Yeah. This thing integrity is about character, right? Yeah. It's not innate. So what are the steps to obtain or obtaining integrity? What are the things to look out for? What are the what are the antidotes? What are the nuggets? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I'll say how do we how can a man go from reckless to a man of integrity? What does that process look like? Oh the first the Because because I'm sorry to cut you up because no. bro, because we sit here every day, right? And we say, okay, yes, we have this, we have this love for God, and we have this, oh, this passion for God, and we want to use our gifts, you know what I'm saying, for the kingdom and to attract people. But bro, let's be real. The people, me and you are around, the people that God is continuously exposing us to, they are not the people who can comprehend the type of things that we are talking about. They are not the people, I'm not even saying they can't comprehend. They're not the people that you know, this is this thing is outlandish to them. Like, Oof. bro, you know what I'm saying? So how how can a man like that, you know, go from oh, go from a man of just like you know, get it how you live, a man of a man of man. Look at my environment. People getting shot every day. Yeah. You know, a man of a man of a man of a man of like yo, oh man. All I want to do is just get fucked up right now. Life is too hard. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, man, look, my brother is in jail. I'm hungry. What the fuck is good? Where's the opportunity at? How you go from a man like that to a man of, you know what? I got to be disciplined. I can't do that. You know what? I got to think about the consequences, not about pleasure. You know what? I don't think if I keep doing the same things, I'm going to see a different result. Yeah. Just a man, that, a con- you know? That's facts. That's No, that's facts. And I'm going to tell you what, like, the way I see it, honestly, is and it's simple and it's a language that any and everyone will understand. The first step mm-hmm. of real growth, because this is a journey and in the journey you grow, right? The first mm-hmm. step of real growth is humility. It's to first learn how to be humble. You know what I'm say saying? Say that again. Say that again for the people that you know here. You know, the first step. The first step of growth is humility. You know what I'm saying? The first step is to learn how to be humble. And the reason why is because life, life, will, life will throw you certain things to show you like, yo. And some people find themselves in, in seasons and in times where they feel like they, they, they're repeating the same cycles. And it's because mm-hmm. they refuse to learn the lesson. 
when you refuse to apply humility into your daily life or come to a place and realize that, oh, you know what? I'm actually not in control of everything. There are certain things that's outside of myself. You know mm-hmm. what? Like, yeah, my environment is get it how you live, but just today, let me let me try a different route. You know, like just today, instead right. of being a know-it-all, let me actually listen to see what somebody else is saying. Or you know so what? So what does that, what does that what does having those what does having those initial you know second guessing yourself from being reckless? What does that? How do you? How does that kick in? What does it have to be? What introduces that? Like at like for any foreign for any foreign anatomy, right? There's there has to be something foreign, yeah, to come into being for you to alter your your, your process of thinking, your perception of how you view the world mm. or whatever, you know. So, for a man like that, right? How can we get them to start having those second thoughts? Like, you know what? I want different. Do you have to want different for yourself? Is he? Because now we've seen people who like, bro, we've tried to be around or we try to give them these things or we try to talk about these things. Or maybe it's like, you know, like, yeah. sometimes I feel like it's hopeless. Some other times I feel like, nah, like the word has energy, you know, you can keep saying these things and you can also lead by example. It's different ways. But bro, what has to happen for you to alter your thought, to be a more stand-up man? A woman. I, I t- oh, they, and believe, and some people are not gonna like this answer. Sometimes it's it's crashing into a brick wall. Sometimes, and, hmm. and it's for, it's for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like sometimes it's crashing into a brick wall. Sometimes it's Word. it's being that hard headed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And coming to a place where you realize for real, for real, like yo. Dang, I'm on my last. Sometimes it takes being on your last. And you realize when you on your last and when you crash into that brick wall, you realize the support system you had ain't really that strong. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when things are good, your support system looks good because things are good. <laughs> you hmm. know what I mean? But when things start going crazy, that's when you really start to think like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, right, yo... I've been here before. It may not have been mm. this year. It may not have been that year. It may not have been the same situation, but it's like, man, I've been here before. And you start to think like, man, yo, I've been here too many times. And the one thing that a lot of people, you know, like, especially in the social media age now, a lot of people say, you know, uh, comparison kills. That's the motto. But sometimes it takes, now done in a healthy way, right? It takes comparing yourself to realize like, yo, I don't really got it going like I thought I had it going. To being like, okay, how can I get better? Then you start to have that conversation. But for those who does not have a hard head and that is willing to, sometimes it just happened to be a conversation with a random stranger that they just, that just put something down and they were willing to pick it up. You know, they were humble mm. enough to just like pick up that word and was like, you know what? I'm going to take that with me. I'm going to meditate on that. And I say that too. And sometimes it comes from the unlikeliest of people, bro. Like, bro, I've been around drug dealers, bro. I've been around murderers. And these would be the same guys, bro, that would counsel me 
against the things that they were doing. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And for them, hmm. you know what I'm saying? And because I could have been hard headed and was like, man, y'all just don't want me to shine like y'all or like, and you know, and go about my business and boom, I would have came crashing to a brick wall. But it was just like, you know what? There's something that says there's wisdom to somebody that is willing to listen to someone that is older. You know what I'm saying? And to be able to be like, you know what? They're actually, they've gone through the consequences of this. And if they saying like, yo, it's not for you, fam. Like then, all right, cool. You might, you might, your ego might get in the way and be like, man, you know, like I'm over here, I'm finessing, I'm doing this. But if you just listen, then it's just like, all right, you know what? Nah. Then you start to have that conversation with yourself. And sometimes too, bro, like what I've noticed with um, some of my friends and you've noticed too with some of your friends is that that restlessness at night, bro. That Mm. restlessness at night when it's just like your thoughts is racing. And really your thoughts is racing because God is trying to tell you that, yo, there is better for you on this side. There is better for you here. Are you willing to make that change? And if you don't, life is the greatest teacher we have. Life will humble you. (laughs) (laughs) That's facts, bro. Something I really got from what you said that other time earlier was the hard times will show you who your circle, who your real circle yeah. is. Yeah. The hard time will reveal, you know, the people around you if they are really there. Yeah. If they are really down. Or, you know, if if, if the people that love you are really around you, or the people that say they love you have really been around you when everything is going good, they've not been tested. You've not been tested. You have not. And that's a fact, bro. That's a fact. If not, they've not been tested. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to follow that with a little bit of, of wisdom. So, yeah, man, integrity is not innate. It is obtained. Um, For a man to go from reckless to being at least, you know, conscious of his actions, aware of, of the things he's putting out into the universe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it, it's a process, and it has to start from inside of you. It man. has to. Like, come on, it has to start from inside of you. You have to make that choice for yourself. You have to decide. You know, you have to want better. Cause yeah, man, integrity is that powerful. You know. Um. But let me let me mm. ask you, bro. Like, cause you know I know, you know I know you. You know what I'm saying, and you know me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, if we could be like. Transparent to a degree, right? Like, when did those conversations start happening for you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what did it take for that conversation to happen for you to be like, man, you know what? Nah. Like, there's more. You know what? You know what I'm saying? When did that kick in for you? Um. Who? For me, uh, I grew up, I, I was raised by parents who fear God. Yeah. And I feel like if you if you know the word of God, right, or you came up in an environment that people value the presence or, or the value just God, just hit the idea of this God, you know, 
it's like by default, his word is integrity. Yeah. You know, by default, you know. So for me, it was it was it was more of a sh- it was more like okay, let me say integrity is this state, is this building, yeah. right? People who don't know people who don't know God and just like, you know, raised with, with morals and values and just, you know, just good people. I feel like them take on the journey of integrity, right? Or them it's like a it's like a the building is a staircase. Yeah. Like, you know, like there are some places you'll get that, you know, it's gonna conflict and you're gonna just make your decision based of who on who you are, mm-hmm. right? Who you are and what you stand for and what you're raised or whatever that is. Yeah. Okay. But um with someone who's walking with Christ, right? It's like an escalator. It's not a staircase, it's not a fire escape, it's not, it's an escalator. This is it. So when you come to a conflicting ju- junction, it's not really about who you are or how you were raised. It's not even about you. At this time, you're not even there for you. You're not making decisions based on you. You're making decisions based on who has given his life for you or who you say you represent, who you say you love, or who you say you're standing mm-hmm. with, or who you say, you know. So I feel like for uh, a child of God, you know, when you come to these conflicting roles and when you're going through these journeys, you're constantly convicted because you know that you know that you're going against, mm. you know, the grain. And the grain being, you know, the most high. So you know all these things. So for me, it was more of like, it was more, and one thing about God, like if he, if he, if he knows you and he, you know, he knows you know him, you know, is this thing in your heart, bro? You know, every time you're doing all these things, you might be doing it, you might be successful at it, but it is there. It's like nice. a, you know what I'm saying? So it was always there for me. Yeah. It was not like something that just happened, you know? And I, I feel like that would be more of like, you know, people who come from like a, you know, a different like scenario than mine. Yeah. Me, for me, was always there just because of how I was yeah. raised. Going back to raise, raise up a child in a way he should grow. Yeah. And when he grows. So when I was growing, you know, I I was out there. I was, But even while I was still there, I was still feeling these things. I being in the club and, you know. Yeah. And and my, my spirit will convict me and be like, you know, this is not this is not who you are. Yeah. Like you, you're son of the most. What are you doing? When I step out of bounds and do wild stuff, you know. But yeah, so it was always there for me. Yeah, no, that's that's big. Mm-hmm. You mentioned conviction there, like that's big. Do you think that? Do you think? Well, yeah, because do you think conviction plays a role in keeping someone? integral and keeping someone like tied to their morals and their principles and you know what I mean because you mentioned like yo you would be doing those things but you were convicted and Mm -hmm. that's one part question and one of the questions is like because it took a while for me to understand what conviction really was please explain what conviction is for those who don't know before we go into that your question what is conviction or conviction in this in this context? in this context right so conviction in this context the way i understand it is when you're doing something that you know you're not supposed to be doing like there's this pull within mm. your person that is telling you like no you know this is wrong and that will even after you've done it and you think like oof i did that thing like <laughs> but it's still there like telling you like yo you know you're wrong and to put it in layman terms, like what we're speaking about is what most people call the conscience. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When your conscience is beating you up. You know what I mean? Like that's conviction. That's that's that conviction that lets you know, like, yo, like, nah, you shouldn't really be out here doing this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, then yes, conviction plays an integral part. But that's just all it is. It just plays a role. Mm-hmm. It just it just plays its part. By the end of the day, it's not it. Mm. The determining factor is choice. Mm. Come on. Talk about that. Choice. I feel like choice is the real, is the real, it's the excellency of love. Mm. That is all love means. Yeah. That is all love Come means. Come on. And to be honest, that's why that's why God loves us so much because he gave us that. He gave us choice. He didn't give the angels that. He didn't give Lucifer yeah. that. You know, he gave he gave it to us. And that's why you can or Makeda's or Zaza or me can look at each other and say, I love yeah. you. I choose yeah. you. Not because you're the prettiest, the most handsome, yeah. or the most this. It's just you. I choose yeah. you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I feel like, yeah, that's what it is. It's choice. That's that's the determining factor. To be like, you know what, well, I'm not doing this no more. Yeah. You know? And I feel and I, and that comes in, yeah, yeah. No, that's and that comes in. That energizer comes in, and you know, as you you're consistent, you you master that. Yeah. And yeah. see, that's that's big because, like, man, like, and again, as we as we've already like laid the foundation that integrity is not innate; it's something that we obtain as we journey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned that it comes down to choice. Mm-hmm. My how do you choose? How do you choose something, even though sometimes like it may not be, it may not seem beneficial. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, like all right. So for me, now I have. I, I I'll be I'll be I'll be uh, honest, right? I used to smoke a whole lot. I used to smoke cigarettes. I used to smoke weed, and one morning transformation happened and it's because like I was praying and asking God for help transformation happens which means like I woke up one morning and those urges were gone you know what I'm saying we're completely gone but because the urges themselves are gone it used to be by choice I would make to go out and be like yo you know what let me do this and Hmm. I still had to choose I, even now to this day, I still have to wake up and choose not to, because I still mm. have that choice to be like, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, you know what, I'm a real quick, it ain't gonna hurt nobody, just one time. I still have that choice, but every day I st- I have, like you mentioned, right, to say I choose you. I still have, I still have to make that choice every day, mm. even after transformation happened. So my question to you is, how does somebody? that doesn't have that conviction, you know what I'm saying? Or that, mm-hmm. or who have overpowered their conscience so much so that there's no more conviction. They just feel free to do whatever. How do they make that choice day in and day out to be like, you know what? This is what I'm choosing. I'm choosing to live my life with integrity. I'm choosing to be a man of character. Or I'm choosing these um, set of... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not principles. It's uh, or I'm choosing this routine. 
you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to, to make this routine a habit. I'm choosing this routine day in and day out, even if today it may not seem like it's helping or anything. Because you know we have low days. So how do you make that choice? Just to just, mm. let's just, yeah. I feel like me, for me, it was just coming yeah. to terms with the fact that choice is a burden. Just That's say right. to yourself, it's going to be a burden until it's not. That's just it. For real. It's going to be a burden until it's not. It's going to be a yeah. burden until it's enlightenment. It's going to be a burden until it's a it's your wings. It's yeah. going to be a burden until it's a vehicle. It's going to be a burden until it starts opening doors. And that's when yeah. you that's when you realize like wow those drops really turned into an ocean, you know. Mm. But you have to realize that this routine you're building is gonna be a burden yeah. until you get into that place and know who that's who you are. You know, it says it take it takes thirty days to break a habit. So if you can just decide like yeah. okay, every choice I make determines my decisions, right? And if you're gonna be like I'm gonna make. Start making yeah. right and proper and sane. Of course. And, you know, righteous decisions, yo. It's going to be a burden. But just say, just do it for 30 days. It's going to be a burden. But after that, it's going to be a, yeah. a, a, a habit. And from a habit, it's going to be a way of life, you know. And then, and that way of life is going to give you wings. That way of life is going to open doors. That way of life is going to, you know, be an ocean that surrounds you, that attracts people, that attracts the right company, you know? But you just leaving, like you have nothing to live for, it's definitely going to attract the wrong people. It's definitely going to bring wrong energy. It's definitely going to keep yeah. putting you in situations and you're going to be keep becoming the person that you're, you're not meant to be. You're still going to... You know, you're going to be drifting yeah. far farther from the original frame of man that you're supposed to be, you know? So, yeah, man. So just come to terms. This choice is a burden, but it's the good type. And it's only going to be a burden until it's not. And when come on. It's, <laughs> it's just worth it, pretty much. It's worth it. You know what I'm saying? It's worth yeah. it. But yeah, man, we got to make that conscious yeah. decision to choose different, to want different. Insanity. What what my man saying? Insanity. It's actually the same thing. One thing. Come on, PGMC. Different result, but doing <laughs> like, the same thing over and over. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's a shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, it's a little inside joke for us, man. But uh. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's 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 the company we work for. We bet at. We, we yeah. always crack jokes about it every day. But um, you know, but it taught us some good principles, believe it or not, um, that I've actually applied to my life. And y'all joke about <laughs> it, but it taught me some good things. But yeah, man. So like, as you said, like you know, we've established. If you're just catching in right now, like integrity is not given; it's obtained. You start with humbleness. And as Obi said, it's, something, it's powered by choice. And you have to accept the fact that that choice is going to be a burden until it's not. Um, so, bro, given the world, like how the world's been going right now, we just came from a year that when it started out, everyone thought like this was the year. And it was. Like for me, it was a good year for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a good year. You know what I'm saying? I was about it to say it was a really good year. It was the year. And, but towards the end of the year, 
not not to be of course of course of course not to be sensitive not to be sensitive those who lost family members to COVID-19 yeah we love you all love you guys love you all we love you we love you (laughs) but needless to say for me 2020 was a good year and for you the same but for most people it looked like as if the world was coming to an end, you know, as if Y2K just came 20 years later. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So given the current state of the world right now, mm-hmm. um, and given that the majority of everything just move online, you know what I'm saying? Like you got schools, churches, everything just going to this online space. And that online space brings this question where it's just like, you could be anonymous if you choose to be. And, excuse me, and that's always been like the the greatest thing of the online community is the fact that they can choose to remain anonymous. So given the current state of the world, how much more important is integrity now in this state that we're going into in in the decade of the 2020s, right? than it has been before? Or is it still weighed out to the same value uh, before and in the now? Or do you think now integrity is even much more valuable? I would just go ahead and make it less complex than to say integrity is more important more than ever <laughs> now, right. simply because of the fact that they're That's facts. That's facts. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. I could care less of how much integrity mattered in the time of freaking Beethoven or Aristotle because I was not alive. So, bro, regardless, this is going to be the most important time in my mm. life because I am alive. So that's how we should all think. Like, you know what I'm saying? What we are seeing today as the Come present on. is going to be posterity or our children's children's history. So integrity is important now more than ever. Respect is important now more than ever. Unity, love, Christ. You feel me? Authority is important. Spiritual consciousness is important now more than ever because we're alive, period. You don't need more more philosophical because this, this, this. Y'all hear that? You're alive. Make the best decisions for your legacy, and, your posterity, and with your that, children. You feel this me? This is Men of Integrity, yeah, new man. season. OB, thank you, thank you, my brother, for doing this with us. Like, and just to let y'all know too, Obi, Obi's a fire rapper. Like, see, he was withholding that from y'all. Obi could spit. My man got bars. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We gonna, we gonna, yeah. we gonna, we gonna, you know, later as we go down the show, we gonna have some little, you know, snippets and like sound, sound bites yeah. for you guys, some little, we, you know, we, music here and there, know, spoken as we said, word, you know, yeah, we man, just we some artsy people, people that man. love God. This is the first we're one, creators, you know, just getting artists, to know y'all. We, we, we in the world. And with that, this concludes yes, sir, our first yes, episode, Men of Integrity podcast with yes, your sir. host, Jean Camille. And Obi Nanny. Plug in. Thank you so much for listening to Men of Integrity Podcast. Be sure to download this episode so you can listen on the go. And if you haven't already done so, write a review to let us know how we're doing and share it with a friend. And also follow us on Instagram to join our community there. The handle is at 
M-O Integrity. Again, that's at M-O Integrity for all latest updates. Talk to you guys next week. Holiness is integrity.